Broadcasting live from the Rashidun port on the plain of Mercadia. This is Tap Tap Concede. Welcome. It is the plain of Mercadia, isn't it? Ooh. Or is that it... was like the year I didn't play, so I don't actually know I mean, what the plane is called. Mass, I think. I assume. I think Mercadia is might Mercadia be on an Dominaria? empire. Yeah, I think it In might Dominaria? be like a country. Dang. I wanted I got, to say Mercadia was on I've, its own plane. I've been though. pierced for my uh, my lore knowledge. Actually, isn't the highest. It's well, not I'm going to look it up. In terms I'm going to settle this magic one. I, I mean, I just I just said it without thinking. I would have known what plane it was on if I drafted that set. But I, Mercadia I took those. was a plane near Dominaria. Oh, oh it was a plane near near. I don't know what that means. Yeah, in really. <laughs> near Dominaria. I because the only people who can planeswalker. Planeswalkers. Yeah. So presumably distance doesn't matter. But maybe planes maybe. walking from one plane to you just various hop other... over to Mercadia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe there's like gonna... easy plane shifts and then yeah. there's easy planes walking and harder I'm planes walking. out to Mercadia for the yeah. afternoon. They, they crash landed like, oh. on Mercadia on the weather light. So okay. Oh. So they you, so you can fly from Dominaria to Mercadia, but they're technically different planes. Well, the weather light is like a plane shifting ship. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, or you're just like, you know, I'm just going to step out to Mercadia. Oh, weird, there's wrath in the way. I can't get the door <laughs> out. The whole ship is a planeswalker? That's impressive. Well, it, hmm. it is capable of planeswalkability. All right. Is it like part of Urza or something? Sure. Good job, the weather light. Yeah. Way to be yeah. a ship that can travel between planes. Cheers. Hi, welcome to Tap Tap Concede. <laughs> hey, I was thinking, because you didn't say just before we started, that... You didn't tell that often Graham tells us where he's gonna or he asks us where we should yeah. broadcast from. And I was thinking, I'm like, should we broadcast from the Cascade Bluffs? No, we should broadcast from the Rishadan port. Hey, and, no way. And then you did it. Yeah. I was like, awesome. oh. so you just like fusion. Yeah. Well, because we'd just been looking over the Masters 25 spoiler, and I was like, and Paul had hit go on the title, and I went, oh no, I don't have a place. So I just quickly pulled it back up, and I was still nice. down at the land. And I was like, I don't know where any of these are. Wait. Rashidun Port, I know what plane that is. Mm -hmm. I guess I could have gone with Haunted Fengraf. I know where that is, but anyway. If you want to learn more about the Weatherlight, <laughs> look up your local uh, MTG Wikipedia entries or M like MTG Salvation entries because it's a really... Like, the story of the Weatherlight comprises several yeah. blocks. Well, that's yeah. when they were like, let's try a story. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. it's like the first one, one... Well, but it's not even just like... A story like they have now. It's mm -hmm. that was all that they talked about for like like four years or something. And right? it, it was yeah. it was like several blocks over and over again were just the weather like going to different places. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And stuff happening with Maybe it. tomorrow. <laughs> anyway. To down. Down. Some of that will show up today as well. Mm -hmm. Um real quick before we start, uh wanna remind you that Tap Tap Concedes is brought to you by Card Kingdom. Check out cardkingdom.com slash LRR. That lets them know that we sent you, and we do that because we think they're great. Uh, they're a great place to buy singles anywhere in the world, sealed product in the U.S., um, really good customer service and fast shipping. And you can you can sell them cards, too, which I've done on numerous occasions. Their, uh, sell, their online sell thing is really easy to go through. It just, you sort of, just sort of fill the stuff out and then put it in a package and send it to them, and then they'll give you... Uh, Actual just money or um, like thirty percent more than that in store credit or something. It's uh, it's real good. Yeah. I've turned a lot of cards into <laughs> flip, into other different cards. Flip your flip your draft shash into uh, original duels. 
Maybe. Slowly but surely. Slowly, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and if you tell them loading ready run sent me button, please, they'll give you a little one inch button, which currently still says that's a real ham sandwich. It's a real but, ham sandwich of a button. But those mm. those could run out soon. It's uh, a good button. And this show and everything we do is brought to you by you and your kind support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash loading ready run. Okay. So sorry, holy crap. I uh <laughs> I just, at the very bottom of this Wikipedia entry on the Weatherlight, oh, no. in an interview February 14th, 2018, hmm? it was revealed that the Weatherlight will return in the story for Dominaria. Wow. What? <laughs> well, wow. yeah, yeah, when, when Jace uh, finally planeswalks off, spoilers for Ixalan if you haven't read I, this. Yeah. Yeah. Jace planeswalks away from Ixalan and um, is like, Okay, the place where I'm going move, is moving kind of fast, and uh -oh. he like has to put a lot of effort into not telefragging Gideon. <laughs> mm -hmm. Wait, because... Gideon or Gerard? No, Gideon. Gideon is on the weatherlight. Why is Gideon on the weatherlight? I don't know. We it don't know sense, yet. Makes sense though, right? So he like, and Gerard can burrow out as hard as humanly possible. Yeah, yeah, haven't. Yeah, and like there's like an <laughs> older woman with with a long braid of white hair over one shoulder, wearing oh, yes. like, you know, uh, and she's like, "Who's the nerd?" And Jace has just finished being like, man, I'm actually kind of buff now after all this time. And I got some color, you know, from being out in the sun and being a pirate. And I've got calluses on my hand. And he, he, he planes walks to Dominaria and lands on the weatherlight. And people who uh, everyone is assuming is um, uh, Jaya Ballard yeah. is like, nerd. Cool. I'm excited to see Jaya yeah. again. I'm excited for Time Spiral Block to return. That was great. Had a lot of glory days. You know what surprises me? That Matt. So we're talking about Master Twenty Five today. What surprises? As soon as me, we finish talking about every other set. Well, yes. That's the thing is that it comprises every other set. And Interesting. I, I am surprised that they didn't do that thing where there's a card from Dominaria in Ooh. Masters oh, Twenty Five. Yeah. Well, they did yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So they usually give us spoiler cards it's, in the yeah, box the sets. Yeah. yeah. But or spoiler the, or the dual deck. Spoiler cards in whole sets. I feel like is. Potentially jumping the shark. Although spoiler cards in otherwise all reprint sets, maybe that would right. be the correct. Well, intro. especially this one, right? I think yeah. I think it'd be Gavin. Mark, really, Mark, really, it's future proofing. Aaron, are you listening? Yeah. Maybe, maybe, we maybe we'll get it in. Like you can a have surprise, this one on us for free. A surprise 25th anniversary edition of Scryer. Yeah. Oh wait, wow. future site. My bad. They did already come up with this years ago. Right. Oh well. Uh, but I, I just realized there's also absolutely nothing saying that. There isn't a card from Dominaria in Masters Twenty Five. Now that I think right. about it, Mana War, for example, yeah. probably in. No, no, no. I mean, like there could be card. There could be a card we that they haven't spoiled. Oh, that's secretly in the set. The card two fifty out of two forty nine. Yeah. yeah, with a silver border from Dominaria, <laughs> foil on both sides. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Masters Twenty Five is coming out pretty soon. And the full spoiler, we're recording on Friday the 2nd, so the full spoiler just hit today. And it's a Masters draft environment, like Modern Masters or Eternal Masters. Uh, but it also is a celebration of the 25th anniversary of Magic, which is this year. And so what they've done is that they're, uh, apart from being a, uh, a like, draftable set with its own like sort of like draft environment draft synergies we assume we have enough faith in wizards at this point to assume that it'll be fun to play it also features at least one card from every set mm. of magic ever including 
like uh, ancillary product like conspiracy and commander and um, portal uh, portal portal second age portal three kingdoms uh, starter. starter there's more than one card from starter 99 not including on sets though no no it's, it's yeah. black bordered sets uh, dual decks are reprints reprint sets anyway uh, so yeah not not those ones but sets in which there are new cards. And uh, what I, I, I love this when I started doing the spoilers. I love that every card has a watermark hmm. of the expansion symbol for the set it was originally released in. Extremely classy. Yeah, for some reason, that just really, like the really, really old stuff and like cards that I am familiar with or nostalgic for, having that watermark there is just really good. I'm just like, yeah. oh, that's so cool. I also really like on certain cards how they've centered the rules text. Yes. Especially cards with like very specific or very like clear functions, like yeah. vindicate, destroy, target, permanent. I mm -hmm. love it. Right, just over the apocalypse watermark. Mm -hmm. It's good. It's really so good. It's besides good. all of your complaints about this set, guys, how do you feel about it? <laughs> <laughs> I think it looks sweet. I'm really excited about it. I just realized we didn't do a crack a pack yet. Let's do that at the end. Let's, okay. Okay. Uh, we're, we're, keep, we're we're mixing it up. We're deep. Yeah, we're, we're through just, the crema of talking uh, about M25. We're just I mean, really excited like, about. It. Okay, so. Tired, talking yeah. about Pickles combo, uh -huh. talking about Flash Halt combo. Yeah. Wired, Fallen Angel is in this set. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I'm going to draft. I was like, oh, Doomsday, oh, Flash Halt, oh, apparently there's Pickles combo, which I didn't really understand before, but now I get. I'm like, oh, all of these things look like really exciting things to do. And just like that, that laying those things out before me has given something for me to brush aside as I first pick. Fallen Angel. Well, what's a Fallen Angel, Cam? Fallen Angel is a 3-3 three, three flyer for 3 and 2 black. It is an angel. Uh, and with a bit of rules text reading, Sacrifice a creature, Fallen Angel gets plus 2, plus 1 until end of turn. I am going to have nice. to criticize, although I do feel like they did overall just a like they knocked it out of the park for art direction. Mm -hmm. This isn't my favorite picture no, of Fallen I, Angel. No, I love the original Legends yeah. Fallen Angel. Right. The one where it's just like... This woman looking o looking over her shoulder at you, holding a sword, and she's got the two scars running down the oh, length. She looks a bit doing. more like yeah. an angel, right? Whereas the fallen angel they picked looks a bit more like a you know Phyrexian badass or something. Yeah, yeah. it's like this this fallen angel is just recently fallen. Yeah, you know? she looks punk as hell. Yeah, 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 super super goth girl or whatever. When right? I encountered mm -hmm. this yeah. card, I had feelings mm. <laughs> I didn't really understand. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, I've never seen that one. That's interesting. That one's the 7th edition. Yeah, 7th edition, another set that was uh, loudly Still got that touted for its great art, um, right? Yeah, there's, so there's there's a lot of uh, really cool reprints in the set. There's a lot of really cool reprints with awesome new art. There's a lot of really cool reprints with cool old art. Mm -hmm. um, and the watermark thing is awesome. Yeah, I love yeah. the watermark thing. Uh, just because you mentioned it, Cam, um, someone, yeah, so the Flash Hulk combo is in mm. this deck and we're in the set and we talked about it on a podcast ages ago I think and maybe it came up in a North 100 but it's um, Flash the card Flash and Protean Hulk right and what what does that do okay so the card Flash is the one you're going to want to actually cast yeah. and then if you can get the card Protean Hulk into your hand when Flash resolves then you get Protean Hulk's dies trigger so it's kind of this interesting Flash this interesting card that 
uh, on its surface when it was first printed in Visions. The idea was to give the flash ability, we ended up there, uh, already ended up naming the ability flash to any creature in your hand because mm -hmm. you get a discount on the price of the creature for the cost of the card flash. You pay an extra card out of your deck and then you get to give any creature flash, just like Restoration Angel. But what it ends up doing is letting you win on turn two with an instant. Um, now, <laughs> you're not going to win in a master's draft, but it's the Flash Hulk combo because you're able in uh, Vintage, I guess, and Canadian Highlander. Uh, maybe for a while you couldn't Legacy, um, but you cast Flash, you put uh, Protean Hulk into play, then you get the dies trigger off Protean Hulk, you search your library for like, uh, what is it? First you go get a body double, so you get another Protean Hulk, and then you get um, a one mana sack out like, like Viscera Seer, you put a Viscera Seer onto the table, you sacrifice your body double, then you get another Hulk dies trigger, so then you go get like a, um, a karmic guide, and mm. then you get a Sylvan Safekeeper as well, so that you can start protecting your guys from removal. Your karmic guide makes another Protean Hulk, you sack it to the Viscerous here, and then you start getting like the uh, Revel Arc, so, and then you can get back the multiple Hulks, and then eventually you find. This is um, all on turn two. This is all as soon as you can have Flash and Hulk in hand with two mana to cast it. Yeah, the Protean Hulk, by the way, is a 6 6 for seven. It's five green green. And the dice trigger is you search your library for any number of creature cards with a total converted mana cost of six or less. So you can get one six drop, or a five and a one, or six one drops. So Every time you do the trigger. Eventually yeah. you're going to grab Malira and Murderous Redcap to finish them off. Oh my god. Yeah. Or there's a couple other ways to do it. Uh, there's a few ways to to win once you've got this kind of like search your library for all the creatures. The very first one I think in Vintage was uh, just... Disciple, the end game was disciple of, uh, at, by end game I mean after you've done a few iterations of the triggers um, to kind of protect yourself, you would get disciple of the vault and then like 12 cards out of your deck that all cost zero mana and died as soon as they entered the battlefield, like mm. shifting wall. So, and then, but you can't do that in Kane Heller, so I'm more familiar with the Murderous Red Cap Malira uh, uh, version. Interestingly, you can do this in Commander now. Okay. Because uh, Flash was got banned for a while. Oh, yeah. Flash was oh. banned in Commander I, for a while. I believe, yeah. But now you can just Flash Hulk in Commander. Sweet. It's infinite damage on turn two. Watch out, kids. Mm -hmm. So, in this set, you can't do that, but right. you can Flash Hulk and then get six converted mana cost of something. Stang is probably the Stang. best one. Yeah. <laughs> if you can get Stang on turn two, Alternately, get Stang on turn two. If, if we want to live in the Christmas land where you're the only green drafter, <laughs> may I recommend Corsair of Crufix and Asusa? Oh, baby. <laughs> just get Niv-Mizzet. Niv-Mizzet's pretty hot. I see oh, Colossal Dreadmaw is there. I was right. I, I called out Yavamaya Worm as just like random card that you would get with your Flash Hulk trigger that's I, in the set, and it's it's basically in the set. It's I Colossal Dreadmaw. I love that Colossal Dreadmaw is the, after people ripping on it for uh, being reprinted in Rivals, I it's love just, that it's here. Yeah. yeah. Just Colossal Dreadmaw gets printed in it's, every set. I'm just going to say, I'm, I'm pretty down for Colossal Dreadmaw to get printed in every set, too. And never change yeah. the art, because it's so yeah. good. Yeah. Just this giant T-Rex, like, looking at you just a little askance, like, really? Oh, really? I just really? I just see the T-Rex as being really happy that he's about to have lunch. The best part is... That's the look I get on my face when I'm yeah. about to have lunch. The best part is you don't even have to be in green. You just have to have... You, just need, you need the Protean Hulk. Yeah, if yep. possible, be in blue You should be black. blue to cast yeah. Flash, but then you can, yeah. Oh, you know, six mana? You get your turn two 
Isan's Shade. <laughs> that's, that's an the, option. That's the Homelands reprint. Yeah. People were like, probably Serrated Arrows? What, this what, card, this card is Sengir? spoiled for good art now. Just mm. spoiled. Oh, yeah. He's got so two yeah. amazing pictures. Yeah, Isan's Shade is actually kind of sweet looking. Three it, black, black, black for a 5-5 five, five pro white. That's it. I'm pretty sure we but, talked about it when we opened a Homelands pack on here. Did we? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Or no, we, think... opened, uh, we opened the card where it's reflected. Oh, okay, we eye. opened Prophecy, right? right yeah, right, Prophecy, right. yeah. yeah. Um, so and like people, there's the original art if you're watching. Yeah. People were like looking at the new art and pointing out that he's got like this um, uh, uh, symbol on his chest, like oh, this okay. quartered st uh, circle. Mm. Right. Um, and pointing out that that symbol also appears on the uh, art for uh, the cards that are on the Dominaria pack. Interesting. And okay. presuming that this is like a symbol for Sarah Paladins. Oh. Ooh. Cool. Interesting. I All like right. that. Mm -hmm. It's really cool that we're going back to Dominaria with yeah. the modern R&D and art team and mm -hmm. the modern flavor team and everything. You know, well, like yeah. the, you know everything they've since... learned about killing it at making magic cards. They're going to yeah. bring us back to the sets that got us all in as kids. Well, how long has it been since we were in Dominaria? It was, it was, it was Time, Spire, Spire, right? Time yeah, Spire, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Future Site. Yeah, that's right. The most recent set. Um, so was that 2006? There was some core wow. There was some core set cards, some individual cards right. in right. some core right. sets right. that were from there, because okay. I remember um, the flavor text on Armored Cancrix. Mm. Oh, yes. yes. One of my favorite yes. draft cards. Was, uh, it's, it's like a crab thing. It's a 2-5 five for 5 with yeah. no abilities. And it's the, a crab. The, the flavor text references the, the time spiral. Yeah, creatures displaced from time still turn up every year, stranded by the temporal disaster that once swept across Dominaria. Mm -hmm. So it's just like... Hey, I'm I'm a giant spiky crab that's become unstuck in time. How's it going? Yeah, he's <laughs> like, like he's, yeah, he's like a dinosaur crab, right? He's like yeah. a prehistoric crab from or, when everything in the ocean was gigantic, you know. And he's or, just like scuttling or, along, looking for a piece of food that's big enough for him to eat, right? Yeah, <laughs> or, or, or you're just like uh, maybe, mm -hmm. yeah, or you're probably. just like. Uh, so, Armored Cancrix, when, when are you from? And it's like, oh, uh, I, I, I'm actually from a week next Tuesday. And you're like, oh, okay, I have to get out of here. Oh, <laughs> I need to leave. Um, and just while we're talking about ridiculous combos, what is, because I don't actually know this one at all. Mm -hmm. I just have, I saw someone saying, you can draft pickles combo. Well, thank you for segueing through a sea creature. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate yes. that. Because I have no idea what pickles combo is. I, I, I am led to understand that brine elemental is the pickles in question. I was looking forward to explaining pickles combo if it came up, but I didn't realize I was going to look forward to it even more because we first talked about armored cancrix. <laughs> um, yeah, so pickles, when it hit the standard scene back when Time Spiral Block was legal, um, was the it was the first time I was reading uh, Magic articles regularly on the internet, and I hit something that people referred to as best draft deck ever. But I think there's probably there's been a slew of those maybe before and since. But anything with pack rat. Yeah, exactly. Sure. So it's like uh, pickles was the original kind of like. No, this is a real deck. You got to watch out for it. But it, it was something that you could do with just time spiral. So probably in triple time spiral limited. I think I actually might have run into it once. Either either a friend of mine drafted it while we were doing moto drafts together, or someone killed me with it. So you want to have your brine elemental face up. What is brine elemental to start with? Right. Okay. So 
It's four generic and two blue for an elemental creature, five four with morph. Okay. The morph is five generic and two blue, so it's seven mana to unmorph Ooh, it. Oh, that's expensive. That's right. And when it's turned face up, each opponent skips his or her next untap step. So that's a pretty strong trigger. Mm -hmm. uh, there are some ways to cheat flipping it over. I think there might have been one in Time Spiral. Uh, but most of the time, I think you're just going to end up actually like paying retail, paying court? the seven. Yeah. Whoa. The other thing you can do is just you can um, hard. Oh, I remember it was a momentary blink, right? So you could, you didn't end up getting the trigger, but you could play the morph for three, and then you could momentary blink so that you have a face up Brian Elemental, mm -hmm. and then you can play Vesu the other half. of The combo is Vesuvian Shapeshifter. So the Shapeshifter allows you to every upkeep. Uh, I think it's every upkeep you can morph it face down, and then you can unmorph it, and you get to copy another creature. For so for two mana, you can unmorph it. Hmm. Um, Shapeshifter obviously is a reference. This is like a, a yeah. newer version of the Vesuvian doppelganger from Alpha Beta, um, and so it, it can play just like a Vesuvian doppelganger. But if you want, you can instead turn it face down. So. You sorry. So what's the actual you you have a Brian Elemental you get in a, play? Yeah, you got to face up Brian Elemental. Face up somehow. Yeah, and then you cast a Vesuvian Shapeshifter or for unmorph morph. It. Yeah, okay. yeah. You want to unmorph it because the Vesuvian Shapeshifter, um, it copies the Brian Elemental's turn face up ability if it's turned face up. So you so unmorph Vesuvian Shapeshifter and then and, and then Vesuvian Shapeshifter says, "Okay, who am I?" And it, then you say, "Vesuvian Shapeshifter, you're Brian Elemental." And then it goes, I'm a Brian Elemental, and I've just turned face That's up. That's right. It goes, I'm a Brian Elemental, and uh. I've just turned face up, so I have a trigger. So your Vesuvian Shapeshifter is going to make your opponent skip their next untap step. And then, when you untap, you may turn Vesuvian Shapeshifter face down because, the, because it has that ability. It gains beginning of your upkeep. Mm. You can turn this face down. Oh. And then for two mana, you can just, for two mana every turn, you can lock your opponent out of untap steps. Right. So that's the pickles combo. It's oh. just locking your opponent out of untap steps. It's just two cards and two mana. Well, they're both Which five fours, too. So it's yeah. like you, you get to attack them pretty quickly to death with these, huh. with these Brian Elements. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, that's neat. It's just in blue. Um, I can't remember what the original deck list looked like that started winning standard games with the pickles combo, but it was probably blue-red or blue-black. Mm. Um, it was base blue for sure. Yeah. And it uh, it revolved around getting this combo together. I think maybe it was like Ravnica Time Spiral and you could start off by Giga Drowsing them. Ooh. So you could like get a Brine Elemental, Giga Drowse them, and then, you know, maybe for seven mana total, you could like flip the Brine Elemental with momentary, yeah, maybe it was blue-white, sorry, because you could flip the Brian Elemental with momentary blink, mm -hmm. then for three mana, cast a face down of a Disney Shapeshifter, two mana, unmorph it, so in, you know, in one turn, after Giga Drowsing them, with seven mana and a Brian Elemental already on the table, you could then lock them out of the game. Now here we go. End of end of their turn. I'm looking at stuff that's in the set. End of their turn. Choking tethers. Sure, yeah. There's that's a pickles card for sure. Three yeah. and a blue, tap up to four target creatures. Mm. So you just tap their board, untap, then start locking them out of untaps. Mm. So I mean pickles is actually a perfectly fine card on its own, at least in, in Times for all of luck. That sorry, pickles if you if you're talking about the card, it's the Brian Elemental. Yeah. Uh, Brian Elemental probably not a really high pick because it's kind of fairly costed, but it's a powerful effect. Mm. If you do mm. manage to get the Vesuvian Shapeshifter in your Master 25 draft you're probably going to want to pick up a Brian Elemental. So what from the set had... What's a card that really made you go, oh, wow, holy crap, that thing? Well, 
I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> uh, we should probably get to take turns here. Yeah, go for so it. So I'm excited about Phyrexian Obliterator. I okay. believe this is the first reprint. I don't know if there's been another printing of Phyrexian Obliterator since New since Phyrexia. New Phyrexia? I don't yeah. think so. So this it was is in a commander set or something. This is just a huge. I I've worked at Yellowjack Comics for ten years, and uh, people ask for this card all the time. Everybody mm -hmm. wants this card. I'm so happy that more kids are going to get to actually buy it. <laughs> um, it's also really fun. I've played with it a lot. Uh, it's a big scary monster with a really harsh downside. Dice to removal, mm -hmm. um, but I mean, not red removal. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, and it's also just very satisfying to look at, I guess. I think it's worth all four black pips. Yeah. I mean, it's, are it's you ready very, to get turn two'd? It's very, <laughs> it's very McFarlane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. It reminds me of, I guess, at the back of YJ, there's a huge spawn poster, so yeah. maybe that's part of it. Um, so I'm excited about that one. Like, go ahead. Swamp, turn turn one swamp, turn two swamp dark ritual. Right. Actually, you can you can turn one swamp dark ritual. Remove some and spirit guide, which is also on oh, that list. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you mentioned yeah. the. Actually, you told me about this one. You mentioned the watermarks being super oh, cool. This I love might, this one. This might be the. Yeah, you you called it, but I agree. I think the blood moon from this set might be like the mm. new best looking blood moon ever. Imagine how that will look in foil exactly. with a watermark because I mean, exactly. it was originally printed in, in the dark. So blood moon has a watermark of a crescent moon. Two blood moon. <laughs> yeah. So this is gorgeous. Summoner's Pact. Um, I'm excited about this reprint because. Honestly, I just thought this was the kind of card that was going to get banned from Modern at some point. Mm -hmm. And they put it in this set, you know, probably kind of confirms that's not happening anytime soon. Um, I know they banned Summer, or, uh, Summer Bloom instead because of uh, the deck that most recently did really well with this deck. But this is just a card that I've had. Summoner's Pack just a card I've I kind of had on my radar as something that might not be legal in Modern forever. But mm. it's back in the set, so that means it'll be easy to pick up for people. And go ahead and continue, you know, playing decks that revolve around Primeval Titan or any other scary big green creature. Yeah, Summoner's Pact is the, it's a zero mana spell mm -hmm. that uh, it's... What, it's an me? instant, so it searches your library for a green creature card, and then you reveal it and put it in your hand, and then shuffle your library. So for free, when you have this card in your hand, you can go get any creature that's green from your deck. And it is, it's from the Pact Cycle, so at the beginning of your next upkeep, you have to pay mana or you lose the game. So it's kind of relevant. Pretty strong, mm -hmm. pretty strong downside for, uh, for a drawback for a card if anything goes haywire. But it's it's been in a lot of decks that um, do really unfair stuff. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Cam, what's uh, what's jumped out to you as like, oh wow. Well, like Imperial Recruiter is really exciting to see, but I guess yeah. we would be remiss if we didn't talk about the fact that Triskaidekaphobia <laughs> was selected for Masters 25. You guys our good old that spoiler card, right? card. Yeah. Yeah. I had the singular honor of losing to this in a Midgo draft, and I had to talk about it. <laughs> and Marshall Sutcliffe <laughs> was like, I I know. <laughs> I've been there, and was I'm he like, your opponent? no, no, he was, but he was just like, I too <laughs> recently lost to Triskaidekaphobia. Yep. Oh, yeah, he had and, also lost to it. Yeah, and we had like, you know, a, a, a bit of a support group moment there, right? It's, it's, it's a like, pretty cool card, and like, we're still good at this game, and he's like, I'm still good at this game. I don't know about you, but like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Triskaidekaphobia is is really exciting to see three three and a black for an enchantment uh, with the text being, at the beginning of your upkeep, choose one. Each player with exactly 13 life loses the game, then each player gains one life. 
or each player with exactly 13 life loses the game, then each player loses one life, or gain, gains one life or loses one life. You can, you can, all players can gain a life or lose a life. And, you get to choose. Yeah. But either way, if you're at 13, then you lose. Yeah, I had someone in top deck mode and they hit Triskaidekaphobia and just won the game. I'm a big fan of cards that check your opponent's life total to see if they're about to lose the game. <laughs> um, but I, I haven't played this one a lot. It does cost the same as uh, one of the one of my pet cards. Uh, hit, I can never say it right. Hidetsugu's second right. Oh, Hidetsugu's oh, yeah. second, yeah. 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 I always want to say Hidegetsu, but I think I'm figuring out that that's wrong. The T comes first. Hidetsugu. Yeah. Hidetsugu's second right. Um, yeah, so this this card is similar to that one, but it's an enchantment, so they see it coming for way more miles away. Mm -hmm. um, as opposed to this one that's sort of out of nowhere gets you. How many people have, have yeah. signed your uh, Hidegetsu's second right? You know, I don't know where that one is. Um, <laughs> one, of the, uh, one of the Highlander regulars, Jace, actually uh, commissioned... Uh, an artist in town who's now my wife, um, mm -hmm. to paint me one for my birthday. So I have this happy birthday <laughs> Nelson Hidegetsu second right um, that doesn't have any signatures on it because instead it's just like this gorgeous paint version. Nice. Um, so, But I think it had like 20 or so. For a while I was just playing as a tempo with surprise second right. We had a mm -hmm. hilarious thing happen to us this past week on our streams. We, we told this story on the Mikko streams, but maybe you don't watch. Maybe you just watch this show or listen I, to I it. I tuned in yesterday for a little bit, actually. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, watched you lose a Garrick battle where they had sort of body and mind. Oh, man. They, had, they had so many Planeswalkers. Yeah. Um, but we were streaming our like bad video games show on Wednesday, Watch and Play, and we were playing just some like generic horror game, uh, the kind that Jim Sterling refers to as a horror game on Steam, and you know exactly what that means, mm. right? It's like you have a flashlight, you're in a generic creepy right. house. Creepy house, yeah. And this comes up a lot that, like, the creepy houses will have just random, like, spooky artwork on the walls that's clearly not done by the dev and almost definitely not licensed by the mind. Right, right, right. It's just and Google so, image search well, and we, it's on we, the wall, yeah. We always joke about, like, man, I wonder whose DeviantArt page this is from. <laughs> right, right, right. And there was one of them, there was a bunch of different ones, but there was one of them that I was like, oh, that looks familiar. I wonder what that is. Oh, well, whatever. And then we, we kept walking through this otherwise incredibly bland environment. And then someone in chat was like, that's a magic card. And we were like, what? What? Really? And we looked it up, and it was the ninth edition art for Hell's Caretaker. Oh, sweet. Oh, wow. By Greg Staples. Wow. And we were, we were just baffled by this, and we, like, called Surge in, and we're like, look, like, it was obviously just a high-res version taken from, like, Greg Staples' personal website or whatever. Sure, or Gatherer. <laughs> and then the next morning... Hell's Caretaker is spoiled for Masters 25. Creepy. Oh, and so wow. everyone hits us up on Twitter being like, was this a secret spoiler? Did you Whoa. guys get... Complete accident. Wow. But yeah, Hell's Caretaker. Uh, it's actually not amazing, but it, I love that just that that happened to us, that we stumbled across it in this terrible... This art is amazing. Game. Let's let's give Greg oh, Staples terrific some, art. some cred. Hell's, uh, Hell's Caretaker, by the way, just real quick, it's three and a black for a 1-1. One, one. And it has this ability, tap, sack a creature, return target creature from your graveyard to the battlefield. So it's like Recurring Nightmare on a stick, which means they can interact with it. Also, you can only do that during your upkeep. So I actually think this card is not very good. Yep. It's never been great. But no. uh, here it is. That's like uh, a friend of mine, um, back when I played Warhammer Fantasy Battles a lot, mm. You know, he was playing his Skaven army, and he had uh, the Skaven Plague Rats, or the Plague Priests. Yeah. Uh, and they had a banner, right? Because you can give your units a, a musician and a champion and a banner bearer. Mm. And from his banner is hanging this this piece of art. I'm like, oh, that's that's really cool. I've never seen that before. Where where did you find that that 
like it's it's like a paper banner that he's made. Did you paint that? He's like, oh no, it's a magic card. Like, turns out it's it's like a five dollar magic card, and I was like, whoops. Huh? <laughs> but it was the wretched from Legend. Oh, sweet, oh, cool. Yeah, that's cool. which is actually pretty dank art. I love the flavor text by the man Hell's Caretaker. Mm -hmm. Is the rules are clear? If you want to leave, you need only convince another to take your place. <laughs> flavor, very Greek, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Speaking of rats. Yes. Oh, yes. There we go. Um, oh, the wretched. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Relentless rats mm -hmm. is is in Masters twenty five at common, uh, which is I do. Do you think in limited that will give you an opportunity to get critical rat mass? Ooh. I mean, like, how many legion uh, legion loyalists can you pick up? Legion loyalist, the uh, or no, not, not legion loyalist, the squad, the squad vampire, legion conquistador, conquistador. Yeah, yes. I mean, they're four. They're gray yeah. ogres, so it's like they're already just like legion conquistador. They're they're already, um, you know, a decent filler, not great filler, yeah. right? But like, well, okay, this is a like, creature. It's not a one one, right? Yeah, it's like, if, if it's not nineteen through twenty three, yeah. it's a twenty three. I guess it's like of. yeah. I guess it's like only maybe decent's the wrong word. Decent's <laughs> the wrong word. Only slightly embarrassing filler. Yeah. But if you have like at least three of them in your deck, then your odds to hit, um, you know, Mastodon status <laughs> or even um, Loxodon Smiter status are are real. So what about? Also, also common is uh, Ratcatcher. What? Uh, no. No, not, yeah. no, not common. Not common. Okay. Also reprinted. I was going to say, was gonna say yeah. yeah. First pick, Ratcatcher. Watch out for Ratcatcher. Four black, mm. black for a four, four with fear. Reminder, because they it, they haven't used fear as a keyword in quite some time. It can't be blocked except by artifact creatures and black creatures. Uh, but it also has this static ability. At the beginning of your upkeep, you can search your library for a rat, reveal it, put it into your hand, and then shuffle. So you can just you can just keep going and getting all your rats. You and speaking of rats, oh yeah, there's Nizumi Cutthroat. Yep. Uh, two one uh, two one for one and a black can't block with fear. Actual good card. Yeah. You think the yeah. Nizumi are ever like, hey, you know, you aren't ape type to all the humans on Kamigawa. Like, why are we rat type? <laughs> right. If, they're, they're second class citizens. Is that kind yeah. of what you're suggesting? Maybe it's time for the Nizumi to rise up and overthrow their. We're not rat human people. Overlords. We're people. We're people, period. Yeah. Oh, man. Vampire Lacerators in the set, too? Yeah. a good one. It seems like you could make a pretty low to the ground aggressive black deck. You can play yeah. all these cards on turn one with Dark Ritual too if you want to get really Right, Dark really Ritual is in this I'm a little sad that Hippie isn't here. Oh, oh Hypnotic Spectre, yeah. They, they gave us a lot of cards from beta though. Yeah, I mean, Including Lightning but Bolt. like turn and one Dark Ritual Hippie? Yeah, that's that good times. Been like, Those are good times. That would have just been good lunchroom feels from that's like right. grade eight, right? Hey, and if you need to do this, you can play Canadian Highlander and there's a real <laughs> deck that can win tournaments that does this this sort of stuff. So speaking, <laughs> speaking of Highlander, um, uh, how how likely do you think someone is to make an Aristocrats deck in Limited? Because there is, is Zulaport Cutthroat. Right. It's, yeah, it's, okay. it's uncommon. Yeah. Yep. I know Cam wanted to talk about this even more than I did. Yeah. So I'm going to so, ask Cam, what which cards are you excited to open for your Mardu Aristocrats deck you were talking about earlier? Okay. Yeah. Uh, obviously Fallen Angel as okay. your main sack yeah, outlet. You mentioned. Yeah. Zulaport Cutthroat mm -hmm. as your, your blood artist. Yeah. Um, so together those two are make for really powerful effects. Uh, Fiend Hunter is in okay. the set. I think that's an exciting pickup for an Aristocrats deck. Your mana's getting really hard at this point. So, so why is Fiend Hunter so good in oh, a deck that's wow. focused on because sacrificing Because you can do unfair things with this card because of the way it's templated. So right. you play Fiend Hunter 
and then immediately sacrifice it? Yeah, you sacrifice it with its ability on the stack. And what happens is that it dies. Then it's then it's leave the battlefield ability goes on the stack. Yes, and resolves, resolves first, but it checks, hasn't, it hasn't and it's exiled like, anything. Okay, well, there's nothing to bring back. Then its exile trigger goes on the stack. So it's just like path. It's just with exile no... your creature forever. Yeah, they've, they've the, this is one of the one they are are this type of card they've changed the templating on. Yes. Yeah, but and they I didn't remember, go back uh, and scry and and. Errata, the old ones. The, no. the really good one on this was um, in uh, Innistrad Limited. You could do the saving grasp, saving grasp, which was one in a one white to and flicker something, and then flash. I think it, was, I think it, it cost a blue. blue. It was the other blue. Way. It was yeah. a single blue. Oh yes, one and white flashback flash for white. Yeah. So you can yeah. do this twice. Yeah, right. I had to have this one explained to me. Well, like four times if I just have two saving grasps. Uh, when that happened, uh, other good pickups at uncommon. Like this, this deck is going to be hard to pull together, but Humble but, Defector is very exciting to see in this set. By my wow. goodness, we're gonna try. Which one's Humble Defector? Oh, uh, Humble yeah. Defector is one in a red for a two-one human rogue from Fate Reforged. It has an ability: tap, draw two cards. Target opponent gains control of Humble Defector. Activate this ability only during your turn. So what you do is you activate Humble Dete Defector, hold priority, sacrifice it mm. with the ability on the stack. Ability resolves, and they get nothing. I'm but excited. you have just uh, cast Divination on a creature over the course of two turns. <laughs> but for one less mana, yeah. Yeah, and, and then you you're like, ah! And presumably and, yeah, and you gain something like, for sacrificing a creature. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Hordling Outburst is three bodies on one card. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, that's a relevant um, popper include, too. But I, I want to come back to changing control of things because I noticed that you want to play, you mentioned you want to play Mardu and you mentioned Humble Defector, but is there anything yes. else out of red that changes control uh, of things that you want to put next to your well, Fallen Angel? I'm, I'm glad you asked. Yeah. Enthralling Victor is in this set. What? He Victor's is. back? Yes. I Enthralling Victor. No new art, those, thank God. Oh, oh Victor, my Victor. That's those abs. I would follow those abs. That's right. Uh, He's got pecs too and a beard. Yeah. <laughs> Head of hair, too. Wow. Flavor text. If you stare at the sun for too long, you'll lose your ability to see clearly. That's right. A He's goblin. definitely got a few extra abs, like more than more than should. more than usual number. How of do abs. any of us know, though? Right? We that, all just have one. He's got that V. <laughs> yeah, the V. Whatever yeah. that's called. The the pointing down. I think it's just the bottom abs. Yeah. 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 But yeah, three in a red, you get a 3-2 human warrior. When Enthralling Victor enters the battlefield, gain control of target creature and opponent controls with power two or less until end of turn. I think Untap Zac Efron has this many abs, actually. Yeah, mm. it gains haste until end of turn. So you, Enthralling Victor, grab their bomb, attack with it. Assuming their bomb is power two or less. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. You, you grab something grab of something. theirs. something, yeah. Uh, you can either attack with it or just feed it immediately to Fallen Angel. There, there right, is, there is the actual just active treason also in the set. Yes, active treasons here. Another exciting pickup uh, for this is Mesmeric Fiend. Oh yeah, just because like you can Fiend do Hunter, the same guess, thing hey? with Fiend Hunter as you with Mesmeric Fiend, where you uh, sacrifice it with its ability on the stack, just like Thoughtseize your opponent. So, I'm I'm seeing a lot of good stuff with Rakdos Aristocrats. Mm -hmm. What's the what's the white aspect of Mardu Aristocrats? What's what's that uh, getting you? I mean, I mean, Fiend Hunter. We, we Fiend Hunter about, is but. basically like it's a double splash. Um, Promise of Boonrai. Oh yeah, okay. Is another really exciting four, card to pick up. For four this. bodies for, for yeah. one card. So for Tuna White, you get an enchantment with text that reads: When a creature you control dies, sacrifice Promise of Boonrai. If you do, create four one one colorless spirit. To creature tokens. So you They're get colorless. They don't have flying. These are different mm -hmm. spirits. So you get four bodies 
and you just keep feeding them to, to Fallen Angel. Now, what if speaking, you don't get a Fallen Angel? Oh, go ahead. What if say, you don't get a Fallen Angel? Uh, actually, before you answer that question, speaking of four bodies on one card, can I interest you for your aristocrat's payload in Reefworm? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's another Since exciting our mana one. Mana's already bonkers. Uh, yeah, like three. why not just go into four color aristocrats and limited? Yeah. Three and a blue. Mm -hmm. Well, if you, maybe you have coalition. Relic. Maybe, maybe uh, you have green yeah. for cultivate. Three and a blue for a zero one. <laughs> that's it. It's, a, yeah. it's just a zero one. But when it dies, say sacrificed to fallen angel, then you get a three three fish. Mm -hmm. And does that fish have an ability? It does. When it dies, you get a six six fish. Wow. And when that fish dies, you get a 9-9. Nine, nine. <laughs> like, but you might be saying, how, Cameron, how are you going to find all these creatures? Well, I'm glad you asked, because you're going to wheel Imperial Recruiter after you pick all this, all this shash up. Uh, Imperial Recruiter for two and a red is a human advisor. He's a 1-1. One, one. And what he does is he tutors through your deck to get a creature with um, power, power two or less. Two or less. Like Reefworm. Like Reefworm. Like, like Reefworm. Like Fiend Hunter. Like Mesmeric Fiend. Like, um... Uh, Let's circle back around to another sack outlet creature if there is one. For, is there another one? I, there I, one? I saw Fallen Angel fall and was just like... Then what? Yeah. Uh, you stared too close to the sun at Fallen Angel. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't mean to poke a hole through your... No, no, no. I'm actually oh, curious. Wait, uh, the, here we go. Uh, Phyrexian Ghoul. Oh, we did yes. It. Yep. Imperial uh, Recruiter up that Phyrexian Ghoul. Nantuko... Yep. Nantuko... Yeah, Nantuko Husk. husk. Is sort of Phyrexian Ghoul is two and a black for a 2 2 zombie. Mm -hmm. Sack a creature and it gets plus two, plus two until end of turn. So it doesn't have the evasion of Fallen Angel, mm -hmm. but it is it common. Yeah. So that's uh, kind of relevant. Yes. You can also pick up like supernatural stamina, which is probably fine. Unearth is, you know, nice to see here. Uh, what else is really sweet in this deck? Um, living Death. Ooh, yeah, Living, living Death is, is fun. Um, uh, uh, buh, 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 buh. Um, I mean, sorry, I, I, this I mean, has just come out now. I know it's um, only in your upkeep, that's but okay. yeah, Hell's Caretaker is probably fine. Like, you'd, you'd, it, 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 it's a sack outlet. If yep. you saw it, you'd probably run it in this deck. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, but while we were mentioning Wait, blue creatures that might Hell's also... Caretaker, okay, you sack, sack the 3-3 three, three fish yeah. to, to get return the reform. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the combos. This combo's maybe, good. maybe Maybe it doesn't actually care about white. Maybe maybe, maybe this Grixis wants to be aristocrats? Grixis aristocrats running Murder of Crows. I think it's only if you get ooh Murder of Crows really strong crows. Yeah, Murder, Murder of, of crows, crows, and then yeah. you you loot all your creatures in, then you Living End. So Murder of Crows is a three generic and two blue, uh, four four flying mm -hmm. bird, and whenever I think it's any creature dies, maybe it's mm -hmm. a creature you control dies, you get to draw a card and then discard a card. I believe it's any, any creature, any, any other creature dies, not itself. So mm -hmm. if your opponent kills it right away, you get no looting. But yeah, you get to loot every time something dies, which is on like, top of just being in our air elemental. I am going to free. I am going to become homeless <laughs> drafting this set okay. and failing to pull this deck together over and over and over again. That's awesome. Right? I'm gonna mortgage my house. I'm gonna sell my but, teeth. But by <laughs> by the way, you've looking forward to buying your magic cards. So yeah. you've seen the, the tokens for the reform, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love I like the, the whale. Oh, so, so it's reform. Yeah. Fish with, in the background. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the fish with... Oh, the token's oh, no, it's, The token's not loading. Oh, no. Oh, no. But there's the token, the fish with the, uh, with with the, the whale, whale in the background. The oh, whale it is a whale. In the background. Yeah. It's not a fish, because whale is a subtype. I forgot. It is actually yeah. a whale token, isn't it? Sweet. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then a kraken. Uh, it keeps reminding me of that Mitch Hedberg joke, where he's like, if fish could scream, 
the ocean would be loud. <laughs> right? Just, just you, you would you yeah. would listen to the ocean. Just all you would hear is like, ah, I thought I looked like that rock. <laughs> I uh, just realized that the text on reform is just one sentence. Yeah, but it's like a carefully crafted, oh, yeah. correct it's, sentence with three it's quotation, quotation marks. marks. Yeah, it's got three quotation. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There's the fish. Yeah, with the whale behind it. Yeah, there's the whale with the kraken behind it. Yeah, he looks and so happy. The, the kraken's kraken. got nothing. The kraken yeah. actually that I don't know if that is the same art and they just reprinted it, but I think the kraken is like the same one that Kiora makes. I yes, so, I think yes. you're right. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. that which is fine. Uh, what else wants to go into this deck? Is there any anything well, at common speaking of that likes to die? Not at common, but at uncommon, if you're looking for one card with multiple bodies, uh, it behooves us... This is not going to fit in this deck, because this, mm. is, a, this mm-hmm. is a red-green card, but it behooves us to talk about Stang. We mentioned him in our Flash deck earlier, but yeah. yeah Stang is reprinted at uncommon with four, handsome new art. Yeah, Four red-green. It's really nice new art. Four red-green for a legendary human warrior. And when Stang enters the battlefield, you also get a 3-4 red and green human warrior creature token named Stang Twin. And if either of them leaves the battlefield, the other also leaves the battlefield. Right. So either either both shall live or none shall live. But yeah, you get two 3-4s for six. That's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's... A pretty. It's definitely uncommon. It's mostly yeah, just it's pretty it's, unexciting card. I think it's mostly everyone's just excited to see Stang. Yeah, I mean the. It's just like a legends throwback. Yeah. His his, armor is also kind of cool. Like, is that the Simic symbol he's got, or is it horns? I think it's just a know. ram. It's just a ram, ram horn. horn. Okay, cool. Um, oh, also another it's, reason it's to go invite an aristocrats. Like it's his old helmet. Oh, oh wow, good call there. there what? Uh, Brian Stoutarm. Oh yeah, oh. that guy's pretty At, cool. At uh, Another rare. outlet if you're in five yeah. dollars. Yeah. So he's, or in two, Mardu. he's in Mardu. two red white for a four four giant warrior with lifelink. For red and tap and sack another creature, Brian Steadarm deals damage equal to the sacrifice creature's power to target player. Right, he throws guys. Yeah. Uh, and another super exciting thing. Hold on, where are you, little buddy? I didn't know how into the drafting this deck cam was gonna be. It's this there's like twelve pieces in this deck. I'm a little worried about uh, it. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Everything's fine. Uh, Treasure Keeper is a cool pickup. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. yeah. Uh, three three from uh, uh, Kaladesh. Three right. three for four artifact construct. When Treasure Keeper dies, reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal an on-land card with converted mana cost three or less. You may cast that card without paying its mana cost. Put all revealed cards not cast this way on the bottom of your library in random order. So it just cascades yeah, into something else to to hopefully sack because I think you're just running. Oh, and Perilous Mirror is a yeah, good Yeah, Perry Mirror. Hey, little buddy. Uh, are you a common? Uncommon. Uncommon. Oh, Seeing sad how many face. cards actually have uh, when this dies abilities or like sacrifice mm-hmm. abilities or synergies like that with multiple bodies, I think it's likely you could just be trying to grab one or two of these because a lot of the cards we've mentioned uh, in this deck are pretty solid cards on their own, but yeah. if you can just try to put kind of like a a little bit of A plus B synergy and, and whatever other mm-hmm. dra- deck you're drafting, that's probably going to be fine. You don't necessarily need to be like the four-color yeah. Aristocrats deck I or bust. I wouldn't yeah. necessarily be running Active Treason sure. if I didn't If you have, don't have a way to sacrifice yeah. the creature. Sure. Uh, hey, Cam. Hey, Graham. As a fan of Is It, mm-hmm. may, I, may I draw your attention to Quicksilver Dagger? Ooh, yes. Uh, one blue-red enchant uh, creature enchantment. The enchanted creature has tap... This creature deals one damage to target player, and you draw a card. Mm-hmm. 
and our old friend, friend Horseshoe Nibizit. Crab. Oh, no. Nib I thought Mizzet, you were going to say Nibizit. No, Nibizit's yeah. cool and all, but yeah. I'm actually talking a much more realistic combo to put together. Mm-hmm. Right. Horseshoe Crab at yeah. common. Yeah. One, three for two and a blue for a single blue mana. Oh, untap it. Yeah. So you just. Yeah, you're talking ping, my language here. Untap, ping, this is untap. so much more feasible. You gotta yep. start worrying about milling out with this combo, man. <laughs> that draw's not a bad I don't know. I think I'm, I'm gonna have okay more than 20 it. cards in my library Good. at this point. I hope you do. Just laser your opponent down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have a few more cards I, I kind of want to talk about, if you don't mind. Yeah, please. Ut- and then we'll move on to the Kraken Pack. Utopia Sprawl, Enchantment, one oh, yeah. green, Enchant mm-hmm. Forest, choose a color, then the uh, tapped forest can add that color instead of yeah. green if, uh, if they want. Recently come back into fashion in modern. That's Utopia right. Well, Sprawl? it's been it's been a casual staple for a long time and then mm-hmm. also in modern um, it gets played quite a bit and it's a really expensive common. Speaking speaking of that mm-hmm. uh, you know what else is in this set from, from that deck? Uh, Arbor Elf? That's right. Mm-hmm. And Pillage at common. Okay so watch out you so can just Ponza. straight up draft green red Ponza and, pon- yeah. and pillage your opponents on turn two. I mean, Careful. I'm, obviously I'm going to try and do that Those because I'm a hateful man if you saw our 6th edition draft the other day. I'm really looking forward to drafting four, this. I'm very excited. Well, I had three stone rains and a pillage. More exciting mm-hmm. modern relevant reprints that are, you know, driving the sales of the set or whatever is uh, Ancient Stirrings, also mm-hmm. one green mana. That's so good. The uh, yes, center the, text. The Arbor Elf does <sighs> love Arbor Elf. Sorry, you were saying. Ancient Stirrings reprinted. That was an expensive common. Nice. So yeah, it's nice best. to see Ancient Stirrings in a bunch of decks. One green mana sorcery. Look at the top five cards of your library. You may reveal a colorless card. So that could be a land, artifact, Eldrazi from among them, put it in your hand, put the rest on the bottom. Uh, of your library in any order. This card gets played a lot in Tron, but then mm-hmm. it also gets played in Lantern and uh, Eldrazi decks. Anything yeah. with just a lot of colorless cards is looking for. Ponder got banned, but Ancient Stirrings. Yeah. Totally fine, of, apparently. It's kind of a green ponder, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Curse Catcher for the Merfolk mm-hmm. deck. This was another expensive card that had only been printed once before, I think. One blue mana, one one Merfolk mm-hmm. Wizard. And you can sacrifice it to counter target instant sorcery unless its controller pays one. Uh, oh, and we have to talk about Coalition Relic before yeah. we do Crack Pack, because we all, multiples of us at least, just want to talk about how gorgeous the new Coalition Relic is. Yeah. So, so the first yeah. Coalition Relic art, it did have like kind of all five colors on a pendant, but I don't remember if the pendant was shaped like the invasion symbol. It was. It was, was it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right, all right. The, the bobble, it's just a redo. The hey? bobble right. itself looks the same, okay. but it's just been redone and looks amazing. For mm. some reason, it highlighted Maybe making the expansion symbol smaller in the art it shows it off better or something because like you're used to looking at expansion symbols very tiny. It's funny because this is the the future site expansion symbol is the is the watermark. Yeah, well, that's realm. where it was. That's right. Yeah. It, it's all I guess is a good place to leave off talking about this set because it's like look it's the uh, it's the watermark expansion symbol and also this is the card that has like the expansion symbol as the art. Yeah. <laughs> you know. This really reminds me of like the the screen in like a um, a Sentai Show. Oh, yeah. Where they yeah. all form the robot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All five colors. They have like the pendant and it's like. Yeah. Then uh, uh, powder, the screen. A powder yeah. explosion. Yeah. And the screen divides into like the shape of the pendant. Oh, yes. It totally would, too. Yeah. You're right. Uh, <laughs> so, really, really uh, dumb combo. Uh-huh. Uh, not Well, not combo, but like response question that I'm just kind of a little curious about. All right. So this guy's in the set. Yeah, Tree of Redemption. Three the old Tree green, of Redemption. Three and a green for a zero <laughs> yeah. thirteen defender. Next and you tap deck. to exchange your life total with Tree of Redemption's toughness. Uh, I don't know if this has come up before, but how does that 
If somebody activates this and you twisted image the Tree of Redemption in response... Oh, I think you just died. Do you just die? I don't think so, <laughs> because... Furnace... I just thought that would be a hilarious way to die. So the nor I. I'm, it, it depends whether the rules on switching life totals check last known information. I, I'm sorry, I don't oh, know right okay. away. That's fine. Yeah. I, I could do the judge call. I just have to like get out the rules mm. document and check. But I believe for an exchange to happen, both parts need to be present when the exchange would happen. So like zero is a number. Zero is a number, and so it depends on whether or not this exchange is allowed to use last known information. So it's like. Um, mm. Some some parts of the rules use last known information and some don't. So, for example, like if you have a if you have a card that says exchange control of two target creatures and then you kill one of them in response, right. the exchange doesn't happen. Um, so, yeah, if it uses the last known information of the number zero, which would be obviously true of Redemption's um, toughness when the activated ability resolves, then yeah, you die. Hmm. That would be hilarious. But twisted image. Is this this does this still go into uh, sideboards for use against um, uh, uh, b -b 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 spell skites? Spell skite. I think so. Yeah, oh. there's not a ton of infect running around the meta mm. of modern right now. Le less so than in previous months or seasons or whatever. But uh, for sure, twisted image is still a card that's on people's radar. I think. In I just realized horseshoe crab is also definitely going to pick up a heavy arbalist at some point. Oh yeah, heavy arbalist is another exciting thing to see. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Roll. Let's, let's get into our crack a pack and. Uh, Kind of knock through it fairly quickly. Fifteen. All right. Sorry, I just checked the the card notes, and if Tree of Redemption isn't on the battlefield and the ability resolves, the exchange can't happen. The ability will oh, have no okay. effect. Sorry. Darn. Fun police judge here, spoiling everyone's fun with his Ooh. vague but eventually accurate rules knowledge. Yeah. All right. We're not actually going that far back with our crack pack today. It is a pack of Almond Cat. Mm. We, we rolled uh, from Andy at last year's GP Vegas. Thanks, Andy. Yeah. For those who have asked, uh, we are intending that some number of us will be at this year's GP Vegas, Ooh. but we don't yet know who. Hmm. Though I'm pretty sure Cam has said that he's effing going no matter what happens. I mean, I'd, I'd, I kind of want to see Vegas. Yeah. You've never been to Vegas? Never been. It's America, the ride. Yeah. 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 Bring water. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, number one in the pack here, Sparring Mummy. Three and a white for a 3-3 three, three zombie. When it enters the battlefield, untap target creature. I love Sparring Mummy mm -hmm. because it untaps exert creatures, yes. and then I get to hit with my Uncrop Crasher a second time. That's yeah, right. I, <clears throat> this never worked out for me, but it killed me a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Hecma Sentinels. These were medium mm -hmm. at best, but they are two and a blue for a 2-3. And whenever you cycle or discard a card, they get plus one, plus one to land up to. We haven't hit the first pick yet, no. Hmm? We haven't hit the first pick yet. Yeah. No, no. Uh, Manticore of the Gauntlet is four and a red for a five, four. When it enters the battlefield, put a plus one, sorry, put a minus one, minus one counter on a creature you control. Also, Manticore of the Gauntlet deals three damage to target opponent. Definitely died to this guy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Solid curve topper in red. Supply Caravan, I... Never saw this played, but it was four and a white for a three-five camel. And when it enters the battlefield, if you control a tapped creature, which you generally did, you get a one-one white warrior with vigilance. Hilarious anti-synergy with sparring mummy. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, the Colossipede. Mm. Surprisingly powerful in this limited format for a vanilla creature. It's a five-five for four and a green. Hmm. Really good. Showing yep. up the other two five drops we just looked at. Mm -hmm. Scarab feast. 
single black mana for an instant, exile up to three cards from a single graveyard, and it also has cycling for a single black. Uh, I guess if you really want to get those embalmed out of the graveyard, you can. Scarab Feast. One black mana cycles for one black mana and also has some other words on it. Yeah. Yep. Pretty much. Draw a card, one in a black. Evolving Wilds. Trigger your cycling yeah. creatures, yeah. Tr yeah. Tr trigger your Hecma Sentinels, yeah. Uh, Evolving Wilds, always fun. The mm -hmm. one that looks like a plans. It does this thing. Hooded B. Oh, yeah. Hooded yeah. Brawler, two and a green for a 3-2. When you exert Hooded Brawler, it gets plus two, plus two until end of turn. You can't block a 5-4. Perhaps you remember earlier in this podcast when Graham mentioned how good Colossipede is. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you just love to pay three mana instead of five? Mm. This card's really good. Yeah. River Serpent, uh, five and a blue for a 5-5. Five, five. Can't attack unless there are five or more cards in your graveyard, which there probably will be. And if they're not, you can cycle it for one blue mana. So all you need to do in blue to deal with uh, Hoodie B is take 10 from it and then trade a card. <laughs> yeah, Piece of cake. basically, yeah. Uh, or you can give it some compulsory rest. Mm. Uh, one white for a creature enchantment. The creature can't attack or block. But the controller may pay two and sacrifice that creature to gain two life. I was fascinated to watch how low in the pick order this card eventually got. When I first saw it, yeah. I was very excited. I'm like, hooray, Pacifism's here. I love Pacifism. It's always a great first pick and, you know, goes into every deck. And then I tried playing it in Boros Aggro and I couldn't. And then it was like, even in kind of mid-rangey decks that we're going to eventually race, it was like, this card's super awkward. Mm -hmm. And turns out it wasn't great. Kept, yeah, just kept being lower and lower on the pick order. Devoted crop mate, two and a white for a three-two human warrior. You may exert it. If you do, return target creature card with converted mana cost two or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. This was fine. It never really popped off in a huge way, but you'd run it. This guy has the most hilarious selfie stack. <laughs> <laughs> a zenith seeker. Three and a blue for a 2-2 flyer. Whenever you cycle or discard a card, target creature gains flying until end of turn. Eh. Showed up in blue decks sometimes. Blue-green yeah. blue was kind of the favorite combo for this guy. You but really then, need a two-power flyer, I it, guess. If you were blue-green, you probably didn't have a ton of cycling. Yeah. So it's, mm -hmm. it was a pretty disappointing card. Spring to mind. Unlike this one. So spring mm. is, this is, this is one of the split cards. Spring is uh, two and a green. Search your library for a basic land, put it on the battlefield tap, then shuffle your library. So it's a slightly more expensive rampant growth. And then Mind, which has aftermath, meaning you can only cast it from the graveyard, is an instant four blue blue draw two cards. Was this, this was actually pretty good. instant aftermath? No. There's more. Okay. And I we don't, even... Mm, the, only, the only instant aftermath half? I don't know. Oh, okay. Sorry. Well, Because uh, I remember there... they, they, they were very, like, in the design... Or the, the people talking about design were like, we were actually really worried about Aftermath Instance. Okay, because I think there's also a blue-red one that's like a counterspell and then stop them from tapping their land. Or oh, like keep their yeah. Lands uh, or refuse to comply. Refuse oh, to yeah. comply. Is okay. that one the first half of Refuse, I think? Refuse is, is definitely... I'm pretty sure both have. Oh, sorry. The question is... Is the, the aftermath. aftermath half an instant? Yes. I see. Yeah. I see. So refuse Sorry. to comply. Oh, well, yeah, does yeah. have it. Yeah. Okay. Refuse, refuse cooperate. Refuse so cooperate is an instant. Yeah. Right. Oh, this isn't the one I was thinking of. Sorry, but this is the one that came up. This is all a blue red one, and the bottom half is an instant. But yeah, I think the one I'm thinking of the top half is an instant, and then the bottom half might be a sorcery. It might be like yeah. three lands don't untap. Yeah. It's not the the top half is blue, and the bottom half is red. Yeah. 
Okay, uh, so there's a couple. There's a anyway, couple aftermath incidents. Spring to mind was actually pretty handy because yeah. you could yeah. just ramp on turn three, and then later in the game, you just you've got nothing else to do with your mana, just draw two cards. This, yeah, mm -hmm. this card wasn't usually a really high pick, but if you're in five color havens, you totally wanted it. And our rare is another split card. It's commit to memory. Hmm. So commit is three and a blue for an instant. Put target spell or non-land permanent onto its owner's library second from the top. So you can griptide something to the second from the top, or you can sort of remand a spell so hard that it goes back to their hand, then on top <laughs> of the deck, and then down one. Yep. Uh, so you can and, do it to no, spells. No, further. Yeah, further. further. And then memory is a sorcery for four blue-blue. Each player shuffles his or her hand and graveyard into their library, then draws seven cards. So it's Time Twister. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For twice as much mana. Is, yes. Is there any technical difference between countering a spell and putting a spell second from the top in the person's life? Like There is. There is? Yeah, so some spells say they can't be countered. This and it would this would still work. This doesn't them? technically counter it. Yeah, this, so this will hit Thrun. That's right, Thrun. Supreme Verdict, maybe Lockstone Smiter. I mentioned earlier. Mm. Um, yeah, so it stops. So those it's things. not it's not like an implicit. Emrakul, the Aeon's Torn. Ooh, they yeah. still get the time walk, but they right. won't draw okay. an Emrakul the very next turn, maybe. <laughs> um, so this card has come up a lot. It's it's a really strong card in limited. And then as like a catch-all removal spell with the bottom side, you may or may not want to play. But this uh, may be the first time I've read the word spell on this card. Oh, yeah, yeah, or spell. That's I, don't, right. I don't think I ever opened it. So okay, yeah, no, it's a great like commit is a great and flexible card that's fairly costly. Yeah, I think I've actually only ever had people play it against me as a as like a better grip tide. Yeah, it's yeah. like you know if you think of Venser, it's like you pay the same amount of mana sort of, and then you get a two-two. Um, but this instead just like removes one more of their draw steps and allows you to play the game knowing that they have this thing that was a problem coming up, but not mm -hmm. they don't have it right away. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, the most important thing that we've seen, or the most common place we've seen it, I think is in standard decks that want to play uh, the commit half and then get the memory half back with Torrential Gear Hulk. Uh, so the way Ooh. this works is you can get the commit memory into your graveyard, and then obviously you're allowed to pay six mana and cast memory on your turn, but Torrential Gear Hulk is a four mana and two blue, so six mana, uh, five, six flash, and says when it enters the battlefield, you may cast target instant card from your graveyard without paying its mana cost. So it just asks you to find an instant card in your graveyard and then go to cast it. And so you can, when you're casting it from your graveyard, you can choose either side. Really? Yeah. Really? I thought I thought they had fixed that with the Aftermath cards. Well, they fixed being able to like, like oh, put it under right. Isochron Scepter or yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the way Torrential Gear Hulk works, you you still can. Oops. Yeah, they did change the rules <laughs> on split cards just before um, Amonkhet was released, but right. this interaction is still allowed. That's and amazing. And this is a standard deck? Yeah, uh, it's multiple multiple standard. Any of the standard decks that play blue, usually also well, black. Any, any this one home then. Blue, black control or Grixis control. Um, that's very exciting. I had no idea. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah. Okay. So that, that's a way they rebuild. Well, that is going to do it for Tap Tap Concede this week. I'm sure we'll be talking more about Masters 25 at some point uh, in the future. And yes, we will be drafting it on mm. our um, Friday night paper fight stream whenever we. Do when it comes out. It's a few weeks, yeah. So I think it's yeah, it's a couple weeks, and we might have a special guest. Um, so 
Um, until next time, a reminder that uh, Tap Tap Conceit is brought to you by Card Kingdom. Check out cardkingdom.com slash LRR. And as with everything we do, it is brought to you by you and your kind support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash loadingreadyrun. So, uh, for Nelson. Enjoy Masters 25. And Cameron. Hello. I'm Grant. And goodbye. <laughs>